Yo. What up? What up? Yo, what's going on, man? What episode we on, man? Ooh. Is it 22? 22, man. 22. I think last week we were legal. Yep. Yeah, last week we were legal. And then this week we yeah, it's on a you got bro. You got the audio good? Yeah, man? I was trying to make sure that both of the channels were on. You talk real quick, man. Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, wait, wait. We should have done this before we started recording. <laughs> I, it know. was, but then I saw, like, you know what happened was, like, there was lights blinking on it that normally don't blink. And I'm like, all right, wait a minute. That's not the right section, but it, it's, it, it got it. It's right. <laughs> Listen, I, we're not pros at this. That's we, right. <laughs> I, I love that we're just transparent about all the crap that we go through, cameras falling and, you know, us kicking wires and, you know, not turning things on. It's always good. Man. Me flipping over my chair because my wire's stuck in it. <laughs> Uh, yo, so um, those of you who don't know who we are, um, he's Juan and I'm Sean. We get together once a week, have a couple of drinks, and just talk about anything that interests us and try to focus on things that are making you know a, an impact on the world, whether they're positive, negative, or otherwise. So uh, today, what do we got on the menu? Yeah, man, man we're having a little Malbec here. Yep, a little Malbec from Argentina. 2017 is pretty delicious, man. It's called Herencia Trabajo. But uh, it's delicious. It's another little wine tax find, right? Another wine tax find, man. You know, every couple of weeks I gotta I get a shipment in, so it's good. It's good. See, and I, and I and we got the bourbon out, so as soon as we run out of wine, we're going right <laughs> we're into going the right bourbon. Into the bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, some people can notice what we drink, so I guess we should slow down. <laughs> I did get a comment this week by uh, a listener, and he goes, "Man, you guys drink, huh?" <laughs> I think we stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot in florida that's right <laughs> yo man i got a carbon footprint of the week yeah who you got man what you got iron man iron man uh, yeah man um it's actually uh, a company um out of the uk called uh, gravity industries mm-hmm. these guys made essentially like an iron man suit and so you can like uh, an individual flying suit it has a backpack um it has two uh sort of like rockets or jets that go on your arms what yeah 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 no no like 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 legit like it works legit so they actually um teamed up with like one of the local um ambulance or first responders um in in a region in the uk that's really mountainous and so to get to 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 get to emergencies it's always difficult to get there because even by by foot or even by car like because you're in the mountains you know um, roads just don't go straight up, right? They usually wind around yeah, the mountain, wind. right? So it gets it takes someplace. two hours to go up two miles or something. Yeah, yeah. right. So these guys teamed up with with them and um, and actually trained their first responders, a few of them, to wear the suit, and they're able to get to like some place that would take you like thirty minutes to walk to, get there in like ninety seconds. Wow, dude, that's pretty dope. That's I, dope. Man. I thought you were going. You know, there's companies that make like the prosthetics or whatever, that, like oh, Iron Man yeah, type stuff, yeah, like for no. people. Who did it. Wow, man, that's great. I've never heard of that. Yeah, and, and I figure you know, like that—that's the way to get into the market, right? Like you go go that way first. You know, show show the positives of the of the new technology, and um and and you see where it goes from there. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how if if that'll ever go to mass markets, right? You get the you get the. Uh, was it, was it the, anyone, F, the FAA yeah, be involved? Because the regulation, which is probably why they did it in the UK, is probably easier to, mm-hmm. to to get through some of the red tape. Um, but yeah, to your point, like the um, the the here it would be so difficult and and trying to get approval for that, and then the market to find the market for something like this, like where does it work? That's actually kind of genius. You go, hey, let's go to these people who you know who obviously have like rescue missions and stuff in mountains. I wonder if maybe that's where you start globally. You start at 
you know, all these oh, places, other places like other that. places like that who who have mountains who gonna hike. Dude, my sister has gotten lost on a hike and has had to get rescued with a helicopter with her husband. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking of this. I'm like, huh? Eh, that's something like that where people get and it took forever for someone to get to them. Um man, I wanna say my sister will hit me up if I'm if I like lie about this or misquote this, but I wanna say they spent almost an overnight thing like where they were or it was in excess of like eight hours or something or like like waiting for yes, to be rescued like on top of a mountain so did they so did they just get i mean were they sort of stuck or they just got lost i think it was a little bit of both okay i think it was lost and stuck and then didn't know where to go and then i can't remember if one of them rolled their ankle or whatever like then so then it became like a thing where they couldn't get back and they somehow were able to get a hold of emergency personnel and i think they literally pulled them off the mountain with a helicopter that's crazy pretty awesome <laughs> that is pretty awesome but dude you think about right like this if would you be right. <laughs> if you can't get a hold of anybody out there like you die right yeah. like like some, something comes and eats you eventually oh, i would definitely <laughs> die right like unless you're one of these like like manly men who hunt and who do stuff like bro, i can't even tie a knot i'm assed out <laughs> I can't, I can't. zero chance i find any food because First off, you like the minute starvation kicks in, you got to start eating like weird stuff, right? You figure either bugs or plants right. or whatever. Like I might be able to like do it with a plant. If I have to eat some kind of roach, I'm out, bro. I'd rather die. <laughs> come, come out. You're going to you're going to have plenty of those uh, hissing cockroaches. I'm out. That's cool, man. Yeah, no, it's cool. So this um so the company started by a guy named uh, Richard Browning and um the the place where they're doing it is in the is in the Lake District in in the UK. It's about three hundred miles north of London. Oh, okay. So it's in like the countryside. Yeah, definitely on the countryside, man. Um, but the thing can fly about eighty five miles an hour, and and it's and it's not like if you can picture it, right? It's, it's not like a Superman star, right? Where your arms are out and then you're flying sort of in a in a linear. It's it's almost like hovering. And okay. then and then shifting your arms either backward or forward to to go to, that way. Okay, so it's it's like a helicopter movement, like yeah. forward, back, whatever. And then wow, but it's legit, man. I mean, the guy was uh, over over land, over water, like yeah. I'm gonna it, have to look was, this up. That's you gotta awesome, look that up, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so man. the guy that's a Gravity Industries, go check him out. Um, definitely, definitely making an impact, man. And and kudos to those guys. Man, Bezos out here wasting his time with drones <laughs> to drop packages. <laughs> Speaking of that, didn't he start that in, you know, speaking of the regulations, didn't he start that in the UK? Yeah, he finally got, I think, through some of in their the UK, but in the UK, testing. yep, they're doing the testing. Um, I think in the US, they've already done testing with the little, um, like the little tank. Mm-hmm. It's like a little car that just drives around dropping off packages and it's a tiny little one. Yep. Um, but I think that's in like major cities. Um, but... You know, with like dense populations where you can load a bunch of packages and this thing just goes door to door type thing. But the drone stuff, it's going to be so hard to overcome regulations in the U.S. And, you know, I'm sure they'll have some kind of lobbyist or whatever that'll pay it off and somebody will pass a law or whatever that yeah. lets them get into that, man. Speaking so. of lobbyists. <laughs> you seen a debate this week? Did I see the debate? Let me uh, <laughs> I thought it was Jersey and Shore. Listen, man, we like, you know, we don't get into politics too much, but. It was such a train wreck. Like, we just got to talk about it. It was exactly what I thought it'd be, though. Really? Yeah, absolutely, man. Nothing about it surprised me. Dude, I felt like I felt like I was at a zoo and it was like two monkeys throwing shit at each other. <laughs> and actually, I say nothing surprised me. One thing did surprise me. We'll get into that. But it kind of played out exactly how I thought, man. I Like, we can't give the current sitting president like a mic and not expect him to do what he did, right? That's why I thought, like, to me... 
the donald is comfortable in those situations right he's on camera you know he likes he likes the attention that's where he right he's been doing that forever now i thought no crowd it's going to be very difficult for him to get off because he gets off the crowd he gets off of the reaction the laughing the you know like and so he can't throw his jabs and then get an immediate reaction that kind of you know i get him like like it's like a comedian right you you try something you get a reaction you're like oh i'm gonna keep going with that right like I thought he'd have trouble because of that, um, but he looked angry, like just going in. He looked like, and I, maybe it was the lack of a crowd, the lack of a thing, but he looked almost kind of petulant, like out of the gate. Doesn't he always look that way? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like nothing surprised me about it. Like he didn't even look like normally I go, nothing about a public speaking engagement where you're against Donald is going to work in your favor because he's so overpowering and he's so used to being a celebrity, right? Like Biden's a career politician, right? And and the thing is, is that people don't want a debate about policy because you've already made up your mind, right? And so the people you're battling for is the middle. And so like, because if you're a Biden supporter, there's nothing he could have done there that that strays you away. And same thing with, with Trump, right? Like there's nothing that Trump could have done there that made people go, oh, I'm not voting for him unless you're in the middle. And so like just everything about that moment, I went, those scenarios only work out for Trump usually because I think he's so comfortable in, in that public space in that camera, in that being a celebrity, that I always think Biden's at a disadvantage because Trump loves the attention, right? And so he's just going to keep going out there. And people don't care that he sounds presidential. People just want to hear him say crazy shit. That's why I watched it. Like, I watched it because I'm like, this guy's going to go ape, and I want to see what he's going to say. Like, Yeah, and that was part, partially for me, too. But, but I did want to hear, like, their stance on certain issues. I mean, some of them you already knew. Mm-hmm. But there were some of them that, that I was just like, ah, oh, you know, I want to hear their stance on it. But... I can't remember anyone's stance on anything other than, you know, I, I was I was shocked. I shouldn't have been, but I was shocked when he was um who was it, the Proud Boys, when he was yeah. asked to sort of yeah. to um to condemn, you know, white supremacist groups and then he goes, uh, stand back and stand by to the Proud Boys. The Proud Boy, yeah. Which I was just like, damn, you know, I didn't I didn't think he would do that in a in a public forum. Um I thought he would just I thought he would, you know, maybe um, avoid the question or, or just dance around it. Dance around it, yeah. But when he said when he said that, I was like, "Damn," you know, like, dude, how like, easy? It, I, was, is I, was, that question? I was shocked, bro. Even look, even if you are, even if you were hypothetically, even if you're a racist person, right? Or and but you're in the public space, right? Like, uh, let's not even use president. Let's use like CEO of a company, right? And you were asked that in that space, you could immediately just go, "I denounce." any you know racism whatsoever any kind of um supremacy over any group i'm not okay with like next question right, right. you can just, just say done. that and just be done his i think he understands that so much of his base has this Is belief that, right. that he doesn't want to isolate it because he goes if i do say this that may be the only thing that can cost him the people who already like him would be like oh you're not okay with us now, being anti right, right, Th- and that's right, the only explanation sense. because you go any other guy would just lie I, I denounce any kind of, um, you know, supremacy, wink, wink, you know, but he can't even do that, which was crazy to me, which led Man, me I to was... believe that there, and I, I mean, I don't know that this was a secret to most people, but I think, listen, I'm not going to accuse the guy of being a racist, but I think he's certainly okay with, uh, or understands that the majority of his race is, or, or of his base is. And so I think he's okay energizing that base because they mobilized, man, and, and they showed up for him, right? And I wouldn't even say it's a majority, man. No, just, no, but right? a lot but, of them are. Yeah, but yeah. They're, they're, right, they're definitely like, like, like those, those groups support him, mm-hmm. right? So, um, but I, man, I, I was, man, when he asked the question, 
I was like, okay, they backed him into a corner. Yeah, here's your chance. But he's gonna just go, yes, of course, right? Because he definitely takes the the the, the time to slam like Antifa, which mm -hmm. I don't agree with them either, right? But not, yeah, like I really thought he was gonna equally, you know, denounce the you know the white supremacist groups, and he, and he chose he chose not to. Man, it's so. kind of like Biden going like, hey, what cops? What what cop? Um, what police forces do you have that support you? He couldn't answer the question, right? Right. And you go, so if you're Biden. That is also, and then he wouldn't say, hey, um, I'm pro-police or whatever, because I think he understands that right now. His base wants police reform. reform and wants, right. and so he's going, okay, I have to tiptoe around this. I'll just avoid the question. And Biden being kind of the career politician, I think did it more gracefully. Right. Um, but I think Trump was backed up in that corner and he just thought, he's like, I'm prepared to do it. Like, first off, that's not present tense. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's prepared to do it means like, I'll do it, but, you know, so it's like, you know, and I think, you know, and I know there's all these things that show that he's denounced it in the past and has come up with it. And I, but I think, again, that's an emphatic no, right? Like, that, that's like, you remember when Jerry Sandusky? The guy from Penn State was like accused of, of molesting the kids and they asked him the question, like, are you sexually attracted to little boys? And he's like dancing around the question. And, and he's like thinking about it. And you're like, dude, that's a no. That's a fuck no. And then you move on. He was like, uh, well, um, you know, what you, sometimes. What do you mean by yeah, he, he like looks at his lawyer like, how should I answer? Like, this is a no, right? Like, <laughs> just like, so, and that was like, this was like, when the question got thrown up, I went, oh, softball, dude, just say, like, of course, I denounce right. it and move on. Because at, at, at this moment, right, it's one of the the biggest highlights or the biggest points that people have against him right now is they're they're using the fact that they feel like he's a racist against them, right? So you went, oh, okay, dude, denounce this, move forward, and 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 it's not gonna stop the detractors, but it would at least calm it down. The fact that he said that and then went with that, like me and my brother are watching it, we looked at each other and we just went like, we, we just like- Did we just hear that? We just heard that, right? right like, okay, right. like I'm not crazy, right? And then we just went, this is insane, you know? Dude, <laughs> did you see, so the, and what was funny was afterwards, the, the Proud Boys, they changed like their logo because it has, has that PG, yeah. and they put, like, stand back on the top and then stand by yep. on the bottom. Dude, they were hyped. And yeah. The dude was talking, like, uh, and I saw the comments on their little message board because I had I'd never even heard of them. Neither have I. Yeah, didn't I even know they were. Me neither. I looked them up, found this little, which, yo, the internet's wild, bro. But <laughs> so found this whole message board of racist people, and, you know, they're, like, uh, just posting all kinds of crazy shit like yeah thank you mr president like we knew you were always with us like i mean just going in really? like we'll be ready like if someone doesn't fix it and i was like what <laughs> the fuck am i dude it was wow, crazy bro. and i was like this is insane dude this is 2020 and there's people who still feel this way and talk this way and mobilize and it wasn't like a few dude there was thousands of responses on this message board like i went down that rabbit hole and i'm scrolling and i'm like oh my God, dude. Right, like, 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 there's people, there's people yeah, like and that, and they felt like, and they're oh, we have and, a leader, like, bro, they were and they could be, they could be your neighbors. Yeah, dude, there was a lot. <laughs> you know, and actually, speaking of neighbors, I, listen, I, I'd like to get your opinion on this because I like, like, now that you touch on the neighbor piece, so people's signs started going up, right? Like, obviously, mm -hmm. the, the the Biden and the Trump signs and all yeah. that, right? I haven't seen many uh, Biden signs in my neighborhood. So my neighborhood's like fifty fifty, okay. -ish. It looks more overwhelming Trump. Yep. And this is where I like I want to get your thought is the Trump signs are massive. Like they're flags that take up half of these people's houses, right? And the Biden signs are the normal, like yard the signs. normal yard signs. And so yeah. like I psychoanalyze everything. Like, what do you think that like I go, that's not a coincidence. Like there's a reason why these guys all go like and I think maybe they're raising fitting. the flag. Yeah. They're yeah, legit. Like, they're raising the dude, flag. It's yeah. massive Trump flags. 
everywhere in my neighborhood like the big and then there's a bunch of yard signs for biden but they're like these like the normal little yard signs that you see at every election the the trump ones are these like humongous flags it's it's weird and i'm like what do you like yeah i don't know what it means like what or what do you think that means like the i think that it's you know it's almost like we talked about before where it's like it's it's almost like your sports team where they're looking at this guy almost almost like this is our quarterback of the future. You know, this is our home run hitter. This is our, you know, whatever, whatever sport you're into. It's like, that's what, that's what he is. He's sort of like, he's sort of like iconic um, status for those folks. So it's not just a sign anymore. This is, this is, this, this is more of who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he, they, they identify with him. It's not like just voting for him, right? They identify with his persona, with what he, you know, with what he stands for, obviously, and his policies and what have you, but but it's more of a, I think it's just more of of, of a of a pride thing within themselves of like this this guy is he's one of us, and fi- like finally we have one of us. We have one of us. Yeah, I think like because I kept looking at that and I'm like every single Trump one is massive. Like there isn't the normal yard sign like for the Trump thing. Yeah. And if they do have a normal yard one, they have the massive flag and it's always two massive flags. I don't, I don't know what the difference is why they have these two Trump flags. But, it, it, you know, and I'm looking at that and I'm going, well, he fits that over the top kind of, um, right. right? Like everything he does, like he kind of overcompensates for a, there, there's something in there with 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 self-worth or, or how he measures his kind of like, and again, this is a speculation, but I feel like, um, from what we hear about him, right? Even when he was a billionaire, he wasn't really, and pre-politics, he wasn't really accepted in that like in that like circle of billionaires within New York and all that. Like people oh, kind really? of just, yeah, he was kind of like an outcast. And I wonder, you know, everything he does is kind of like in this like he wants to feel good about himself. Like everything's me, 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 ma, 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 I, 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 you know, like this. And so like I think even the something like the flags and the thing, it's all like just a representation of 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 his thing like just constantly overcompensating for this fact that you don't feel good enough maybe yeah but it's not him that's buying it right it's no it's, but you have to offer it right like you have to make it and yeah. offer it and do that and so like you look at yeah and then i think there's people who support him who maybe there's a maybe there's a like a, i want to be in your face like uh, you know i want you to know that we're loud and we're proud right, and we're just, right. you know like I, don't, I just looked at it and i couldn't help but notice like and i just it's been bothering me for like weeks i keep looking at it going like why are they so much bigger like why isn't it just normal yard signs like it's bizarre like it's just um it's you know a, like it's almost like it, it, it almost makes you wonder like if he loses what happens it's gonna be fascinating right? because to see. right because yeah. like and and you know i thought about this so back when and i don't remember oh it was when barack first got in office okay. right or, or it was that it was that election it was that 08 right mm-hmm. 2008 mm-hmm. so and this is a story for all you guys uh, all ga- guys and gals out there so Juan and I used to work at the same at the same place, and Juan was a, a, a liked guy in the office, sort of, until election time. Juan wore this T-shirt; it was hilarious. It had it had a like a big head of of Obama, and then like a big head of um, John McCain, rest his soul. Um, but it was it was uh, Obama dunking, like dunking a basketball over McCain's head. And dude, like I think during election season, right? It's just like people see that, you know, they see that you're not for their team 
and they have different feelings about it. Oh, they didn't talk like, to me, dude. I got dirty looks. I remember, I got, yeah, man. Yeah. I remember that. And I was like, wow, man. Like, you guys are that serious about this shit? Yeah. Like, And you know me. Like, I didn't care. And I think we even talked. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I, McCain, again, I thought was a good candidate, right? Like, there was some things that he screwed up, mostly the VP pick, right? But I went... McCain is a guy oh, that's that right. he is, had the uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> he had uh, what the hell was thing Sarah uh, yeah. Palin somebody. Palin maybe. yeah like I, I again uh, I mean I don't care about like what party you're in right like I, I vote for the guy I the hey the Barack thing was hilarious right so I saw it and I'm like oh I gotta buy that <laughs> and then knowing and if you know me you know I just like to stir the pot right so we worked with a ton of people who were just super you know McCain fans or just anti Barack I don't know which one it was right? it's just Republican it's just Republican right. it, it didn't matter right so I just wore it because it was funny and so and yeah like you you remember like people gave me dirty looks didn't want to talk to me didn't want to hang out and it's like dude i didn't like even romney man when he ran against romney i'm like uh smart guy he's more of a centrist he's like you look at like i think today if we had a guy and i think that's where joe kind of won this over so i will say a i think the bar was so low for biden that all he had to do was show that he could put a sentence together and people were going to be in because i think the the trump Trump has been harping on him for so long, making him sound like like uh, like he had dementia, right? And I think we all started to kind of believe it. And maybe it's well, true. There's right? there's definitely some clips out there, man. And it's not just clips, right? It's it's actual, you know, it's just, it's yeah. recording. But it makes you wonder if it, it's all we see, right? Because the media is just that's all they're gonna play, right? right? They're not gonna play the Biden greatest hits. They're gonna play the greatest hits of the mess ups, right? right. And same thing with Trump. Like let's be fair, it's both mm-hmm. sides, right? So I and I do think there's, I still think there's something wrong with Biden for sure, right? But I think we went into that going like. Uh, you know, the bar was so low for Biden that all he had to do was not sound like not wait, like like not sound like he just woke up and was like, you know, like, yeah. Uh, so did we win Antigua? You know, like like some, you know, like and I think people would have been surprised. But I think the fact that he didn't have a blunder like that right. made you go, ah, oh, OK, I feel comfortable about this now. Like if you were anti-Trump because you felt like he was racist or whatever or even policy, whatever it was like, I think Biden gave you the comfort if you were in the middle going like, oh, my only knock on Biden right now was the fact that I didn't think he could handle it. And he got through that. So, and I, and I felt like that's where he sort of won this. And I don't even know that I'd call it that because, again, I think Trump yeah, I don't did know exactly call it a what win. we thought he would do. Yeah, I don't know if you call it a win. I think that, like, I think to your point, um, he definitely showed that that at least his dementia hasn't kicked in yet. No, you know where I think he took he took it for me, at least for me, a little bit, man. You like as a parent. I think watching Trump kind of try to berate Biden's kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then knowing he's had, what, two sons who've passed away? I thought it was just a one, but I could be wrong. So, so maybe, so let's say he's had the son that passed away, right? He's had the son who who fought in Iraq. He's had, you know, and then uh, the son to battle the drug addiction. And I think when Trump thought he was going to get the aha, like, well, you're, you're you know, your crackhead son or your right, cokehead son. Right. And I think when Biden owned up to that, then I think because politicians are so used to kind of greasing us, right? And then like, like I think when he looked at it and went, yeah, yeah, you know what? I did have a junkie son, and and he overcame that, and I'm proud of him. And what you know went down that. I looked at that and I went, oh shit, you were honest with me. You didn't try to grease it. You didn't try to do that. And then I felt like as a parent, I went, what a scumbag move, where you tried to go after this guy's kids knowing what he had been through like just leave the family out like up until that point right the family hadn't been brought up right like so and i just went just get through this without you know any kind of low blows like that and i think when that came up that's when i went wow man the fact that he owned up to that and kind of rolled with it and went yeah man there's a lot of and he's right there's a lot of americans that suffer from alcoholism or suffer from drug addiction or stuff you know whatever issues they may have or depression or i think when when you're a like so much of my issues with politicians are they try to like uh, come off better than you so much all the time, right? Because I get that's the game. 
And I think when Biden didn't do that, when he went, yeah, you know, he did the Eminem thing. You know, remember Eight Mile where Eminem's like, yeah, I am broke. I am a, a right, really, right. you know, and he just owns everything. And then you go, well, what else now do you say about me? Now yep. what? Yep. And I felt like that was the now what moment for Biden. He's going like, yep, yeah, yeah, my son, you know, uh, yeah, he was a drug head. Like, okay, so like, I'm going to take that away from you for the rest of the debate. So you can't bring that up anymore because I've just owned up to it and, you know, whatever. And I've said like, yep, he's a cocaine and I'm proud of him and he's fine and whatever. It's like, all right, cool. What else you got? And that to me was the moment that I went. I think people watching that, there's an empathy that you can have for someone like that willing to kind of uh, wear their heart in their sleeve in that moment. Because I did think, you know, like I could keep my cool for a lot of that, for the pettiness. I think the minute you bring up someone's kid and especially well, a kid who died. He, he did get, he did get upset. Oh, right. Oh. I mean, at, at one point, yeah, you know, he did get upset and he, and, and he, and he, you know, he voiced, he voices opinion well. Mm -hmm. You can tell he obviously that he was upset. Um, don't know why. You know Trump would do that, but you know whatever, man. I'm not. I'm not surprised. Again, I wasn't. I, it was a train wreck. Um, like I said earlier, man. I felt like it was two monkeys throwing shit at each other. Yeah. Um, but and I didn't walk away from there, going, oh, yep, that's the guy. Um, no, what, none, what I, none of them won you. What I, yeah, right. But what I did, I was. I was really shocked um, by by uh, by Trump's statement with the the whole like stand back and stand by shit yeah like i was just disappointed to see him do that um but you know what people won't care it's, man it's, no, oh no his dude his supporters are his supporters no his yeah well, and, and again this is. wasn't for biden supporters or trump supporters this is you're trying to win the middle in these things and right so, so so how much of the middle did you lose with that biden raised more money than he ever had in that hour during the debate really yeah dude he raised almost four million dollars during like an hour span from like 9 30 eastern to like 10 30 or like 9 to 10 something like that it was like something crazy where he raised more money in that hour that like for his campaign that was like the most i had ever risen in an hour so it was almost four million dollars so there was definitely so people watching that going, going like uh, yep, he's a dick he's a dick yeah and yep. they went for sure and i think missing and, and biden had some he whiffed on some softball questions that i thought if you're preparing for this like who the hell lets you like the tax thing mm-hmm so like he goes, oh, you've only paid $750,000 in taxes, whatever. And Trump immediately goes, yeah, buy a policy that you and Barack put in place. And Biden didn't have a response. And you go, did you not know that that was going to come up? Because that's exactly like if you're prepping for that, that's exactly what should have come up. To, to me, man, like and, and I know that I know that, that, that the, the sort of the common person, right, would go, oh, you got to bring this up. You got to ask him about his tax. Dude, of course, people out there. Of course, he didn't doesn't pay taxes or doesn't pay much in taxes. That's why he's a billionaire. Yeah, they there's they, there's all kind of things out there and ways to kind of like I don't want to say hide money, but there's ways. There, there's a reason why these guys are billionaires, and it's not that they're stealing. You're reducing your tax burden. They're yeah. using loopholes. Right, they're using loopholes in the system. Hey, all of us, every last one of us, when March, April come around and we have to do our taxes, what do we all do? We figure out how to pay the least amount of taxes. Well, guess what? These people have accountants in place that know the laws and can take advantage of those loopholes constantly and, and to a level that, that none of us even imagine. No, and how many people you know who get massive tax returns and you're like, you don't even pay that in taxes, I guarantee <laughs> You didn't even make that last yeah, year. Yeah, they'll be like, yeah, they'll be like, I got $10,000 back. And you're like, that's like 50% of your income. How did you get? <laughs> it, it's... Obviously, the game is, right, is to pay as little taxes as possible. Of course, man. We and all try to do that. Dude, and the, so, 
little bit of like an accounting nerd, right? So I go down that rabbit hole and first off, the tax returns aren't his personal ones. They're, they're the business tax returns, right? There's hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, but they're his, they're not his personal returns. They're the ones for like entities like that he owns. Right. right? So, and again, and, still, and how many entities does he own? Oh, it's, it's probably hundreds. hundreds. It's, hundreds. Yeah, it's hundreds. As you would, if you're someone in his shoes who has these many businesses, right? Yeah. Um, the, you know, some of the concerning parts are the fact that he has $400 million in debt. Um, none of it was to entities that you like overseas it, yeah, that would it, raise red flags. Debt? Is it bad debt? No, no, it, it's, it's coming due. Debt, so. Right. But I think for someone in, in a position of power like that, I think there's a conflict of interest where you say I'm in a position to make policy that can either hurt or benefit yeah. my, my debtors. Right. Like, yeah. so most of his debt is owed to like Deutsche Bank, um, I think there was some B of A or, or JP Morgan stuff in there. Like there, it's all you. It's mostly U.S. Right. So nothing in there was like, oh, this is this is like a Russian entity or whatever it was. You know, like most of it was all kind of U.S. banks. And he has enough assets that he could liquidate and pay off the debt. Right. So he's clearly not broke, quote unquote. Right. He's not worth a billion in cash. No one is. Right. Like even Bezos, his billion is is on paper. Right. It's not a billion dollars that he can just like use. To yeah. Right. Work. It's not cash. But um. So, like, none of the stuff shocked me, man. The fact that he's paid the $750, like, again, Amazon's paid zero. Uh, you know, every other billionaire in this country, Warren Buffett, all these guys have paid zero in federal income tax. Like, that's just what they do. They happen to get away with it. Where I will give him a knock is on the patriotism side. I think you can't go up there and harp about, you know, people are taking jobs away from you and doing this away from you. And then it's like, oh, by the way, I don't even pay for your roads or your schools or your police force or your, you're like, I don't pay for any of it because I don't pay my taxes. And again, it's because of his position, right? Yeah. If, he, if, he, if he's not president, no one's asking questions. No, no. And I think obviously you could, devil's advocate would say, but he employs a shit ton of people and those people pay taxes. And obviously he keeps the economy flowing because he owns a bunch of hotels and, and you know, uh, retail stuff with, with clothing and all that. So yeah, listen, if we, if you're in the middle class, just get used to it yep we pay for everything you pay for everything dude i did the math i think i pay more for taxes per week than he did in those years and i was livid dude you know what but, <laughs> but you, i live it at me yeah, <laughs> like, yeah of course but you know what's funny man is like the vast majority of us are consumers we're not producers yep. and when you're in that consumer mentality like that's what we do right we gotta have the latest shit we gotta have the latest car the latest clothes the latest, you know latest fashion what have you like we all i shouldn't say we all but the vast majority of us here in the middle class we're all consumers and until you change that mindset you always flip, flip the bill for the country. Yeah, absolutely. I, like until the conversation becomes like, uh, instead of like, hey, check out this new car I bought, and it becomes a, hey, dude, like, like I set up this LLC when I was following my taxes, and guess right. what? I got these write offs and all this stuff. Like, we don't have enough of those conversations, right? And and so that's who you should be mad at. And there's, listen, I think there should be a change to the tax code, right? That does make it a little more fair. But also, if you're not going to, then you'd be crazy not to exploit those loopholes, right? Like you're crazy. Right. And so I think, again, for me, the only knock that you could make is on the patriotism side. But then if I'm him, I would go, yeah, but I employ a ton of people and I do this and that. And then you go, oh, OK, fair point. Right. So, like, again, none of it shocked me. None of it bothered me. None of it. It was just kind of like, yeah, if, if um, I try to get away with as much as that as possible. Right. So I get it. And it's again, if you're going to be mad at him, you have to be mad at every single billionaire in this country. I'm actually surprised that he hasn't just come out and said that, like, because he's, he seems to be so blunt with everything else. They just comes out and goes like, yep, just like the rest of you when you do your taxes. I'm also trying not to or to pay as little taxes as possible. And yeah, I still claim Donald Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get that that, that earned income credit. For <laughs>
Yeah, man. Listen, man. Let's switch it up a little bit. Yeah, man. Man. what's going on? What's going on with sports this week? Oh, man. dude. So, have you watched the finals games? I'm assuming yeah, you are NBA Lakers, course, man. man. Dude, the first two, dude, the first two games, I was like, it looks like me playing against my sons in basketball <laughs> in the in in the in the driveway. It was where, space where, jam, where, dude. Dude, where it's like, you know, they can't get a rebound. I'm blocking all their shots. Like that's what it looked like. It looked like it looked just like a like a like a older brother just schooling his younger brother, and 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 then finally, you know, Jimmy Butler stepped up. Jimmy Butler, my dad, reminds me of my father. I don't even know why. <laughs> it's a, it's all the it's all the scruff, man. He's got the he's got that beard and his hair, but but yeah, no, no. It's 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 been. I'm glad they came back and won Game Three. Because now you go like, okay, like the Lakers are not, you know, they're, they're beatable. Although that they chucked up like more threes than twos in the game. So I did, know that, it's not did that happen. game change something for you? Like your thought on the series? No. Um, I did, did you see all the, you see LeBron walk off? Yeah, I did. But um, you know yeah, what? It's yeah. LeBron, bro. And you know what, man? So they were they were kind of killing them on social media, like, oh, look at the big baby. And then they were kind of comparing them to when the Pistons walked off when, when, when the Bulls beat them you know, back in the nineties. And I was like, you know what? I, I could see that comparison if it was like game seven and they lost and then he walks off like a sort of like a child. But listen, man, when you're at that when you're at the top of your game for that long, losing like that shit does not sit well with you. No. Especially in the finals, man. So when he walked off, I was just like, you know what? It's not game seven. Like like, you know what, I kinda I kind of want them to be pissed off. Yeah, you should be. Like, how much? Like, we knock these guys all the time for being too buddy buddy, right? And then he walks off, and then we're mad because we're mad. he's like, <laughs> like, like come oh, on. cry baby. And I get that, like, the game wasn't over, but I think to his point, it was like a like a tenth of a second differential, like or half a second, and he's looking at the clock, going, "Oh, eight seconds on the shot clock, eight seconds on the game clock. It's gonna run out. I'll just walk out." And I go, "It's LeBron, dude. I'm gonna let you. Like, if Jr. Uh, Smith does that, I'm gonna knock him a little more, right? If he's the only one who walks off, it's LeBron, dude. You've earned enough equity, dude, to have like one of those, I guess, controversial moments. Like, I, it just doesn't bother me, man. Because who who did it, right? I think who time and place matters. And so, like LeBron, game three of the finals, you just got your ass whooped. Like, I, I'm just gonna give you that pass. I'm being frustrated because you should have that emotion. Like, I would be livid, and I'd probably walk off too. And I I hate when people are like. Oh, well, he's got kids that look up to him. Well, be a parent and talk to your kids about like, hey, man, listen. This is what happens. This is what happens. Yeah. We're grownups. Like, We're not, yeah. Like, you're we're grown just, up, we're you're going to mess kids. up too. Yep. We're just big <laughs> kids and we mess up. And just like parent. Like, I hate when people use like the excuse of like, he's a role model. Like, no, dude, that's not his job. Like his job, like, yes, I understand that kids look up to him and all that stuff, but everything has a teachable moment, good or bad. And I feel like we shy away from that when we just go, oh, now I got to explain why LeBron walked off the court. Dude, you know, do you so, know how many times I had to go back to my sons and go, I'm sorry, I slapped you in the back of the head. <laughs> that was a little harsh. <laughs> it's so dumb. I, but I will so like going to the game, it changed absolutely nothing about what I thought. So I, I, I kind of always maintain Lakers and five. I actually thought at one point I went, I'm wrong. It's going to be a sweep. But um, dude, Jimmy Butler had to have the game of his life, right? The Lakers had to have a, like an atrocious, atrocious amount of turnovers. Like yeah. They played a horrible game. And with two minutes left in the game, they're still in it. So to me, I was just like, oh, yeah, that the Lakers will never be that bad again. And Jimmy Butler will never be that good again in this series. I don't care if you have Drogic. But I was going to say, but so, so they bring, do you know when they're bringing those two guys I, back? I think they're like day to day. They so are day to day. And it's probably they don't change the series, dude. Adebayo, like to me, like Adebayo is great. Who did they play last series? It was um, 
Celtics. the Celtics, right? Like, he doesn't have to work as hard on both ends of the floor. When you play the Lakers and you have to go guard LeBron, like, that changes who you are on the offensive side. And isn't or he, vice versa. Like, is, Isn't he guarding Anthony Davis? Yeah. You're going to get put to work, which he's another one, dude. I go, Anthony Davis had, right, the two games of his life. But again, he's so inconsistent, and I still maintain like LeBron hasn't had someone show up to be that Pippen, right? To his Jordan, like the the Anthony Davis had obviously that game winner, and then follows it up with a game where he grabs one rebound, where he's the biggest guy on the court. Right. Makes no sense. And then and then he has a great games one and two, and I went, oh my god, Anthony Davis like showed up for the moment, right. and then turns it like mails it in yesterday, which that entire team I think mailed it in. Maybe they were just disinterested. Maybe they thought this was easy. Maybe I don't they, know, they, man. But like like I said, when they, when I saw they they chucked up more threes than twos, I'm like, oh man, that's. And that's not the game. That's uncharacteristic. They're not going to make that same mistake again no. in the next game. That's you're never going to have. So in the next, what? What did they have? Uh, four more chances to win it, or whatever it is. Or yeah. So I don't even know what a game yeah. three. Yeah, yeah. So four or five. So you go. The Lakers aren't going to play that bad again. And Jimmy Butler's not going to have one of those games ever again. Like all the stars had to align and had to go perfect. And you still were in the game with two minutes left to go. Like if you're the Lakers, you're going, dude, they played the best they're ever going to play. Drogic doesn't change. Because again, who's Drogic going to guard? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can't. Nah, man, they, dude, like I think you said this, you said this before the series started where it was like, they're too long. Yeah. They, they are. It, it's, it, it really looks like. It looks like a team, you know, like 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 the the little brother. Like yep. I'm playing my little brother, and my little brother just stole a game. And it looked like credit to Vogel where he started Dwight Howard those first two games, yep. and went, I'm gonna overwhelm you with the size of these guys, right? Because um, uh, Howard and these guys were like, they're so long. So is McGee. So is Davis. So is, and so you go if you step on a court, dude, and you're looking at that. You're like, oh, okay, I'm done. If you're at a buy, if you're listen, and Hero has played well. I'll say for a rookie and all that, I go, maybe he's just maybe he's the right amount of of young because he doesn't realize the moment yet. And so he's actually played really well for that team. But you go, okay, so Hero's played well, Butler's played well. Adebayo had the series of his life against the Celtics. That's not going to happen against the Lakers. And then you go, Dragic is Dragic. He's good, but who is he going to defend? Like, I still always maintain you got to go guard a six, seven, six, eight foot guy and you're six foot one. So is the is the series over by the next recording? Yes, dude. It's Lakers in five. I'm telling you, man. It, there's just, I don't think it's close, man. Like, I just, like, I just watched that yesterday and I went, oh, yeah, they're going to lose. Like, I felt really early on. I went, yeah, they're going to lose. They look disinterested. And then when it got to the fourth quarter and they, like, brought it within three and I went, oh, my God, if they hit a shot here, they tie it like like i think lebron or, or then they, they they caught up twice yes they were down and then what then it came all the way how demoralizing <laughs> if you win that game and you're like i wasn't even playing hard and if you're miami like jimmy butler looked like he had just ran uh like a marathon oh my God. Four at the times. end yes yeah, in the fourth quarter yeah he looked, he looked you can't do that exhausted. four more times dude i'm sorry you're not gonna do that four more times every other day just no way so like to me, I just looked at that and I went, eh, oh yeah, that's the one you were supposed to win, and like you're gonna get waxed from here on. I just well, I'm I'm, I'm pulling for Miami to at least squeak one more out, man. I want to <laughs> see at least six games. I would love to see a good series, man. I just don't, uh, um, yeah, I just don't see it, man. I just think basketball is one of the few sports where I go the talent and the one on one matchups over everything, over coaching, over anything. Like at the end of the day, the guys on the floor have to play. You can't scheme your way usually out of something like this. I just think, yeah, these guys are going to do it. <laughs> Dude, did you see what they, uh, the Kyle Kuzma thing? 
No. <laughs> this is my petty moment of the week. <laughs> this is, dude, there's a petition online right now going, if the Lakers win the title, there's fans who start a petition so that Kuzma doesn't get a ring because he hasn't done anything. And it's got like over 4,000 signatures. Get out <laughs> of fantastic. here, bro. That's horrible, bro. You know what's funny? I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. So have you ever heard of Dion Waiters? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Dion Waiters could potentially win a ring no matter what. Well, he will win a ring no matter what. Well, no, I think that because of when he got let go by Miami, they have to vote on it. Uh, so he was with, so it's not a guarantee he was, on the Miami side. Right. So he was with Miami. He um, you know, he got let go, but while he was there, man, he only played a few games. He got suspended a few times for like disciplinary reasons. One of them was for, for taking THC infused gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was he the dude who had the trip on the airplane that they had to make? That's like, what it was on that, the plane. It was him, right? Yeah. <laughs> he had a trip on the airplane and they had to like. Oh, really? That's how they found out. He tripped out. Like, <laughs> we've all been there, right? So, yeah. Am- amateurs. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he, he tripped out on the edibles and like to the point where they almost had to make an emergency landing. Oh, no. Yes, dude, he tripped out bad and i guess come to find out like then he came he's like yeah i had these edibles before the flight <laughs> slapping so, so hard when i found out about that but when the lakers picked him up he's only played seven games so if they win he gets the ring and then if the if miami wins i think that they have to do like a vote but the guy could potentially win a ring no matter what what, what do you do if you're a miami player if you have a vote yeah i would say no i mean i'm pretty sure that he played like like three games for Miami and he got suspended a few times by Miami. So I, I again, I, I don't know the, I don't know the timeline there, but yeah, I mean, I definitely vote. You vote no, but you know what? If you go like, oh, fuck it, we're not paying for it. Right. Cause it's the, it's the owners. And you go like, Hey, what's one more ring? Who cares? Is it the pride thing though, of like, I earned this ring and I don't want this guy to have it. Like the pettiness of it. Like, nah, man, we earned this ring. I would ring. think so. Cause if Miami wins this one, dude, you earn that shit. Although I, and I don't, I don't want this to sound like I'm making an excuse for for them winning it or whatever. But you know, I think we talked a little bit about. You're about to make an excuse, aren't you? No, I don't. <laughs> no, because I think again, this is no, the Lakers good. to lose, right? But I do think there's something for the. You know how we always talk about did the bubble make this uh, easier for certain players? So like you don't have the pressure of the fans, you don't have the pressure of the moment, you don't because like, right there there isn't the cheering, there isn't the loudness, there isn't there isn't the anxiety that comes with a finals game. M- maybe there is when you're there in person. I don't know. It 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 just doesn't feel the same. And I go in, and you don't have that pressure to me. Like you know, guy on the front row screaming, "You suck, Jimmy!" Like you know, like yeah. and people waving in front of you when you're trying to shoot a free throw. Like I think Miami's benefited from that a little bit, and that's not to take away from the fact that they're not good. But I think the fact that you have a young team like Adebayo, you have Hero, you have Duncan Robinson, you have these guys who you don't have to deal with these people in the background yelling crazy you're playing stuff in the, at you. you're playing in the gym yeah you're playing at home and and these guys are all good right they're, they're playing at the y and basically like you're at a gym you're guys play, you we know they're all talented right and so just the more talented guys are usually going to win but in this moment i think there's always in pro sports it's the mental factor i think more than anything right like all these guys are are gifted and then it's the who can check out of their own brain or lock in 
And I think there's something to be said for you don't have guy in the front row telling Tyler Hero he sucks or telling, you know, Duncan Robinson that he's trash and yelling at stuff or throwing stuff in the air while he's shooting a free throw. Like, you don't have right. to block out that, those distractions. I think there's an advantage to that. And while Absolutely. and while I would think that the Lakers maybe, like, get that, I, I don't think that's the case because you're – I think if any, if anyone has that advantage, it might be AD because he's not used to playing in those moments. But LeBron's LeBron, right? LeBron's used to – Yeah, Rondo's been there. Yeah, exactly. I think and Kuzma's playing like trash, so clearly it doesn't matter. And um and so is Caruso is not like he's blowing it up. Dude, so. I was gonna say like who's so who's emerged as number three? You talked about this last week and like who was gonna emerge. I still don't think there's Dwight Ooh. was the only guy that I saw game two where in the first quarter I went, wow, Dwight really wants a ring. He looked like Vince's Dwight. He's throwing, he's blocking shots. Yeah. He's dunking, you know, he's he had like, you know, eight points like out of the gate. And I went, oh, wow, Dwight really wants a ring. And he has settled into this role where he comes off the bench and sometimes he starts. And I was kind of happy for him, you know, like living in Orlando. We saw a lot yeah, of Dwight absolutely. and we were a little mad about him when, uh, about it when he left. But you also can't blame him. Um, <laughs> everybody leaves Orlando. Yeah, everybody leaves Orlando. Except for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you come here to get good and then you go. <laughs> but but he uh I thought he had the potential to be that difference maker because again, he's so long, he's so big, he's so athletic. Who defends him? So if he can have these glimpses, I think it might end up being him. And that's not who we thought was gonna be it, right? Like we thought it was gonna be Kuzma or Alex Caruso of all people, but it, it might end up being Dwight Howard. Yeah, maybe. Did the did the camera just go? Off? No, no, no. It's just the light, man. The the <laughs> the actual camera's still recording. The little light to it, I didn't charge it, so that's me. Again, amateur hour. We we have gotten a couple offers to get our own uh, Jamie in here, like oh, guys who said like they'll, they'll be like video it. guys and they'll, and they'll Google stuff for us. Yeah, like so they can like fact check us on the spot. Uh, <laughs> Angel Angel has actually hit us up. Yo, Angel, put in put in your resume, man. We might have to. <laughs> Angel, you're you're hired, bro. <laughs> Just show up next week. <laughs> Angel was like, hey, man, I, I can be that guy, dude. I can Google. He's like, I can refill drinks. <laughs> Definitely need that. Yo, did you see uh, Kyrie? Oh, good dude, God. I, dude, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm over this dude. Like, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually rooting for them to lose big next year. So he came out and said two things that was actually kind of funky, which is something about the coach where he was like, no, I don't really see us as having a coach. Because now they just they just hired um, Steve Nash. Steve Nash, yeah. right? And he goes, I don't really see us as having a coach. And I'm like, huh? Like what? I don't care how great you you are or how, how great you think you are. You need to be coached. It's a team sport. It's not a one on one with you and and whomever. Um, the other thing was that he said something about with uh, referring to Kevin Durant that like now he has somebody who can be like clutch. Yeah. Or he said no himself. Well, I thought it was was it Kevin Durant? I thought it was talking about Kevin Durant. Was oh, about, it no, was. he was saying he said that he said that all he said all the teams that he's been on, he's always been the clutch guy. See, I thought he was referring to himself. Okay, either way, it's crazy. Dude, so it doesn't even matter. This guy, man, just like, well, you haven't done you haven't done anything without LeBron. Just be quiet. Just, dude, I like who? I, I guess you just put a mic in the guy's face and then he just starts spewing shit. I. I battle this all the time, man. So as a Nets fan, right, like I really wanted them to succeed, right? I, I, I'm a Nets fan who didn't have a chance to win those titles yeah, when they got, had a chance now, to now you got Two superstars. Now you got to, you got to, hopefully who is a good coach. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. He Point a, guards make the best coaches, dude. Well, there you go. Well, they then. see the floor better than anybody, right? They understand the game better than anybody. Now, I think I always maintain superstar players aren't good coaches, but who knows? Like, I'm going to give Steve Nash benefit of the doubt. I haven't seen it yet. So I'm kind of like, eh, okay, let's see, right? 
Kyrie Irving, man, and and listen, man, we talk about like carbon footprints and leaving your mark all the time. Kyrie Irving has done some awesome things for like WNBA players. He's done some stuff in his community where he, where he's given out um, food and and things for kids, and he's he's covered salaries for WNBA players who wanted to sit out because of COVID. But this guy, man, he's also the guy who said the Earth was flat. Oh, is he, is he is he on that? Team? I'm out, dude. I can't. Like the minute you ever talk to somebody and they go like, "Yeah, Earth's flat," you're like, "All right, peace, bro." Like I'm I'm like, no, you never been on an airplane. I'm out, dude. Like I can't even. Like the people who logically try to make that argument, I'm just like, like, huh? And and I'm, and then I'm going, okay, and what? Like, what do you think? Why? What do you think we're hiding? Like, why? Why would we? It just doesn't make sense, man. So for him to go out and, and look up the quote, it's basically like, oh, I don't really see us as having a coach. We don't need a coach on any given day. I can be a coach. Kevin, Kevin speaking right. of Durant can be a coach. Uh, he names another player. Meanwhile, like, Kevin's just quiet. He's and like, Kevin's just guy, sitting there like, that's crazy. Yeah, dude, he's a fucking psychopath. And he's a weird, like, <laughs> he, he's like such a weirdo like that. And I think that's why, why do you leave that Cleveland team? Because you probably could have repeated as champs. You could have won another ring, I think, with that team, um, with LeBron and all that, right? Like, he left because he wanted to be the guy. And I'm going to tell you right now, Kyrie Irving will never win a title as the leader of a team, ever. Neither will Kevin Durant. Well, that showed when he went to the Celtics. I mean, they dude, they're better now than Way with better. him. With Kemba Walker, who's coachable, yeah. who doesn't think the earth is flat. And like, <laughs> like that makes me question everything Kyrie knows. I, lo- I love that. I didn't, know, I didn't know he was, I didn't know yes, he was a flatter there, man. And listen, Kyrie on the basketball court is a very talented guy. Like, obviously he can play, but there's a difference between a great, uh, uh, like a, a ball talent and a leader of a team and the guy I want to be my number one. And he's not it. You know, it's the same thing. Like uh, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, great players, not the leaders of a franchise. Right, they're just not, and so there's 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 a there's a DNA thing there, and Kyrie Irving just constantly says, and I used to think like, oh, maybe he's just saying stuff because he wants to get in the news. Then you're like, he he always makes these headlines for saying just the weirdest shit. I'm like, nah, I'm out. Like, I just like it was the flatter shit, and then he said this, and I went, yeah, dude, like I I can't, I can't come, like I can't, like I wouldn't even give you the time of day if you were some dude on the street, right? Like if there was some guy in a corner going, NBA coaches are useless. Like we'd all be like, yo, give that guy a dollar and just walk away, like. <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll be saying the boogeyman's real. Yeah, it's just, I can't, man. And it pains me as a Nets fan because, you know, like, I, I, I want, obviously, I want to see them succeed, but I also, I find them hard to be likable. I don't think Kevin Durant's likable. I don't think Kyrie's likable. And so I almost don't even feel like I'm rooting for them because it's like, uh, they're just not likable guys. They're moody. They're like, you know, they're, there's this, again, they just say weird stuff all the time. And at least Kevin Durant doesn't think they're soft, but like, there's something about them where just like if you're Kevin Durant, why don't you stay in Golden State? Like there's something yeah, about I didn't, that. I didn't really get that actually. Yeah, go, go win two, three in a row more. Like you could have won five rings probably there, right? Yeah. You figure if if and I know that he got hurt and and Clay got hurt, but if you take that year off and you and Clay get healthy and you put that same team back together, and that team ends up getting the second pick in the draft like they have now, you're dominating the league for like another four or five years. Are they lined they have up for the that? Second pick in the draft this year, wow. which uh, it's crazy. So you go. They're going to come back next year. I don't think they're a title contender with the current roster, but depending on what piece they add or if Giannis mm-hmm. joins them, which I still think there's a Giannis possibility, man. But Yeah, we'll see about that. Dude, you got anything else on sports, man? Because I'm about to go into <sighs> some other shit. Listen, man, you want to talk about Dak? <laughs> you want to leave No, nah, man, I feel bad for him, bro. <laughs> how, how you put up How you put up 40 and lose? Yeah, I will say I think they have the number two offense in the NFL right now. So I will I say feel bad. I feel bad for him. He dude, he's I mean, he's throwing for 
500 yesterday. 500. He threw for like four, 400 something the, the game before. I don't weigh it the same though. I listen, and I, I, I and I know you're gonna say you're gonna think I'm you crazy. You better stop. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't think Dak's. It's not that I don't think Dak is good, right? I just didn't think Dak was worth what he's holding out for. Now, listen, he should feel that way, right? Like I would feel that way. We'd all feel that way. Like there's an ego in me that says I'm worth way more than I'm probably really worth, and Dak should feel that way. And if he gets it, good for him. The fact that he turned down 36 mil to me is like, dude, that's what that's more than what you're worth. Just take it. Now, to that point, he is playing his ass off, but he's also playing from behind every game. Every game. So I'm not going to give you credit for four or 500 yards when you're not running the ball. You're throwing 70 times a game. Of course, you're going to throw for yeah, four yeah, or yeah. 500 yards. No, like, and I'm not even I'm not even saying it from a from a standpoint of like Dak deserves all this money. I'm just going offensively. They're putting up enough points to win. Their yes. defense can't stop anybody. No one. They're bad. They're really bad. They're well, really the whole bad. NFC East is unwatchable. The Giants are atrocious. <laughs> the Cowboys are at least entertaining because their offense puts up a shit ton of points. Right. Um, Washington's Washington. Ah, the Eagles won yesterday. <laughs> I'm not even gonna like. They're so bad too. Like the the so the the Cowboys are gonna go eight and eight or seven and nine and win that division again. And then I, you know what's funny, man? I was thinking about this yesterday. Dak might end up getting his money. From someone who's not the Cowboys, because it's going to be someone who's desperate for like your Bears. Bears, dude, think about if your yeah, Bears, your we, Bears wouldn't give him forty mil. And I think as a Bears fan, you'd probably take that, right? You yeah. go, fuck it, yeah, pay Dak forty mil a year or whatever, based on what you have now. You'd go, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I don't know what happened to to old uh, Nick this weekend. You know what I wanted to call him? Yeah, my Bears fans. You know what I wanted to call him? B D N. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he was he was a little. Uh, Came up, came up a little short this weekend. Let's just put it that way. Um, I, we didn't even talk about that, man. I don't want to talk about the Bears. It make me that shit depresses me. Y'all three and one, man. Let's talk about it doesn't matter. Man. <laughs> they, we we should be zero and four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, yeah, I, I I'm not a whole lot. Of I'm not NFL feeling stuff. good about. I'm not feeling good about any of those wins. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of. But yeah, I just thought that was. Uh, I knew you were gonna give me shit about Dak, or I just kind of wanted to rub it in that he still hasn't won though. But yeah. I I will say it's not his fault they're not winning. He's I got, he's I got doing a, enough to win. <laughs> I got a friend of mine listening to the show, Yamil. Shout out to Yamil. Big Cowboy fan. And um, so you know I'll be defending Dak for you, brother. I got your back. <laughs> Tell Zeke to get shirts at fit. He makes enough money. <laughs> Bro, did you see the tattoo he got? No. Ugh. He has a tattoo on his... First of all, if you're a guy and you get a belly tattoo, I'm out. Again. Like, <laughs> he goes... It's like it's like thinking the earth is flat. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, the only guy who could pull that off was Tupac because he was Tupac. But this dude has a tattoo on his belly that says, feed me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> like, Yo, man. This week on some, on some personal shit, man. And I don't even know why I was thinking about this on the way on a ride over here. But um, my sons. So I got like two 13-year-olds and a 10-year-old. And um, a couple of days ago, in the morning, they go, man, last night we got up because one of them, one of them wanted a drink. So so-and-so wanted a drink. And so we all went outside to the living room, to the kitchen with Nerf guns because <laughs> they're all scared of the dark. At 13, bro? <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to, so, so, so my first thought was, I was, I was like, because I remember as a, as a young kid being scared of the dark. But I don't remember when I got over that. So, A, like, is 13 too old to be scared of the dark? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I laughed, bro. But to be honest with you, dog, I won't even take out my trash at night. 
<laughs> and I'm a it's grown man. because of the raccoons. Yeah, dude. I don't trust the trash pandas <laughs> and the frogs. They be unpredictable, bro. At night, yeah, nope. I'm not doing it. Dude, so so I was like, so when they telling me the story, I'm laughing. And then I go, I go, why? I go, why are you guys still scared of the dark? <laughs> Actually, they didn't really have an answer. But then I was like, like what do you think is oh there it is. Oh, the camera, the camera just lasted went. an hour though. That's in, awesome. in its defense. <laughs> so I'm like, what do you think is gonna come out? So if you my house is not that big, it's a one story, so it's not like you gotta go around a bunch of corners and stuff. So they always say that when you enter in my house, I have sort of like a, a sort of a formal living, formal dining room right on each side. And those rooms, they say at night, are darker. And so they always look that way and they go, we always think something's just, just going to come out of there. And I'm like, well, what you going to do? Shoot them with the Nerf guns? Yeah. Did that, like, was that going to work? Like, just you have, you have to call me, right? If something comes out of there. Some, you, yeah, you got to like, scream. You scream for me. And then, I, then I'll come out, right? So... It got me thinking because one of my sons, when he was really young, like really, like really young, he claims that he came to my room, he was trying to wake me up, and he couldn't wake me up. Like I wouldn't wake up. And then there was another man by like my door that said, come on, and walked him back to his room. How old was he? I, I, he probably was like three and so he still remembers this. And matter of fact, it's funny, man. When I when I so when to I, this day, he oh yeah, remembers he that. remembers like, it. And, and he and when when he talks about it, like he he gets emotional. Wow, dude. And 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 I was and you know it's funny like like to me when they were that young, and I'm still a light sleeper. When I, when they were that young, I was really a light sleeper. I used to have one one of my sons used to come to the room, dude, like clockwork, several times a night, just to say, Papa. Walk me back to the room, right? This is not the one. This isn't. This is the other one. This is the older one, and and he tells me this story, and like I said, and he is dead serious. That like, right? And so, I've never seen anything like ghosts or like I've never had deja vu. I know a lot of folks have deja vu. I've had deja vu. You know, had deja vu. Never. That feeling? No, never, bro. Oh wow, never. A lot dude. of dude. My 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 kids have had it. My wife has it. Dude, I've had deja vu, I want to say weekly, at least really? an instance. Yeah, you've never been in a moment where you go like, oh my God, I feel like this like exact thing that's happened to me before. No, never. Wow, dude. Okay. Never, never. And so there's, some, there's probably something to that, right? There's, there is because like I, I know like my wife will be like, we'll be in a room and this is like everybody's talking and then she'll go, oh shit, like this has happened before. Like you said, you were standing there and you said this and then he responded that way and then this person responded that way and then we all laughed and and I'm like, I've never, right? I've never, never what? happened to me. That's ever. crazy, dude. I've had that happen like again all the time. What's crazier is that you guys don't think that there's something to it. There's got to be something to that. No, no, there's just definitely, and I, I don't, want, I don't even want to say what it is because I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head. But there's definitely like a scientific phenomenon behind it, and it has something to do with the way your brain plays tricks on you or whatever. So it's not, it's not always necessarily, if I remember correctly, like that the exact scenario happened. It just happens to be the way your brain pieces these things together. Just like your son. So you don't think that maybe there's some, there's some other explanation for it, like, like maybe like, like alternate, like last week, right? Like alternate 
alternate oh, universes. Alternate dim- like, I never thought about alternate that, dimensions, right? Like, like are we are are we living in in this time or are there alternate dimensions where you kind of you kind of cross over and you don't really know? Like, have I been in or that has scene it of happened the movie before? Already? Right? Or has it happened before? I never thought about that actually. I always just no? think about like it's just a weird feeling of like, oh, this happened before and kind of kept true. it moving. I've never considered. Listen, uh, our brains are too, I think, tiny to comprehend. We're just like, chimps. Yeah, we're chimps, man. Like, I, my brain for sure wouldn't comprehend the fact that like oh maybe this has happened in another dimension and so like i I always just go like oh yeah like i always think like oh maybe because it's common right like you and i would have had conversations where we bring up the same stories and like maybe you or i have the same exact reaction so i've had that to where i go like "Eh, i know i've heard this before and but i'll just say like oh you and i discussed this before because i'll go like oh yeah 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 and i and then i kind of know the rest of it but i've never gotten a feeling that that you and I were sitting here at this moment. And that's, oh, that's yeah, no, the deja vu feeling is literally like I've lived this exact same thing, this exact same way before. Like, and it's weird. Like you just go, oh, and like, again, it happens to me so much that I kind of just laugh it off now. Like, yeah. oh, that's strange. But I've never, yeah, now, see, now you got me thinking, like, I've no, never thought about the dimension. Yeah, dude, I think that there that. has to be something to that, man. So like, I mean, even getting away from that, right? So have you ever done like Ouija board? Uh, a long time ago, man. It's been a while. Did it work yeah. for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, it moves. Like, yeah. That it, shit works. Bro. It did its thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I don't know if you remember. So, like, I had an experience with that when I was a teenager. So, say, like, uh, I don't know, 17. My cousin had had one in his house. And so, it was, like, him and his sister. And then I came over for, you know, whatever, just to hang out. And they had one. And I remember, I remember I had just watched, like, one of those, like, horror movies with the Ouija board. And so, obviously, those are, like, over the top because it's like, oh, they paid a Ouija board, and then the spirit's in the house, and then it kills people, and right? So, it's, like, over the top. Yeah. Right? And so, I happened to be over that day, and, and I saw in their closet that they, that they actually had one. And I'm like, yo, you guys have a Ouija board? And they go, yeah. And I go, you guys ever play it? They go, no. And I'm like, take it out. Yeah, why wouldn't you play it? So, I said, take it out. And then, from so, from the movie, I remember um, in, in the movie, it was like, not really the rules, but supposedly it worked better if it was like a male and a female. So, okay. so my cousin, my, my male cousin and I were close in age and then he had a younger sister about two years younger than him. And so I'm just like, well, come on, you know, me and you will do it, right? So, cause, so, so it'd be a guy and a girl. And so we start doing this thing and it starts to move, right? And of course, and then right in the beginning, you go like, you're moving it. And it's like, no, 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 you're moving it. No, no, I'm not moving it. I'm not moving it either, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, okay, well, let's, let, let's keep going. And this thing starts to move and we ask it, you know, like dumb questions and then it, it answers whether it's yes, no, or it starts to spell things out. So once this thing starts to kind of move to where we, to where we both kind of believe that, all right, we're asking it things that none of us know, whatever. So we test it and we tell my cousin, so we're sort of like in the living room and we go, go in the kitchen that is, and his kitchen was sort of like enclosed. So we couldn't see him from where we were and we go, Take out something from the drawer, something random, and just take it out and stick it in the oven. So he goes and we hear him open the drawer. He got something out. He puts it in the oven. And then we ask the board, what did he put in the oven? And that shit spells out pink pen. Get the fuck out bro. of here, bro. For real? So so I go, so once, once it's going, right, we're like pink, you know, pen. He opens the he opens the the oven and he he goes he raises the pink pen out and we're like get out 
out of here, man. Like, what is happening right now, right? No. Yeah, dude. So, like, and it's I thought it was yes or no. So, I remember, like, no, no, no. I played it so young. It was yes or no. It's a yes or no, and and then there's, there's the alphabet. Oh, see, on the board. I yeah, I was so young. I just remember like asking, like, eh, "Does so and so smell like bad?" Yeah, and it's like, right. "Yes," you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, dude. So, so like at that point, we we play for a little while. I'm fascinated. I'm like over the top, like fascinated, right? So like everything that I've been taught throughout my life was just like, "Don't play that." Like that's the devil. Yeah, that's yeah, the spirits. Yeah. Da, da da da. Right. I at this point, I am beyond fascinated by this thing and so i don't know if i stayed there into the evening but either that or it came back the next day and um and we came back towards the evening and we start playing it so this time now we're in it now we're in his room and we're playing this thing and what's funny is man as the night fell it gets faster so don't know if that anything to do with it right it's don't know moving it's dark faster because it's dark outside. it's move. yeah yeah it's it's clearly like when we started when we first started playing it it was it was in the uh it was in the daytime and then, and then in the evening, it moved faster, and so it would like spell shit out faster, or get or go to yes and no faster, right? There was a few things that that stick in my memory that I remember. One of them was that once you got going, and there was not just it was not just so it was me and my and my girl cousin, and then it's like my guy cousin, and then he has a couple of friends over, and so we're all in his like bedroom playing this we don't have no candles lit the lights on like there's not, nothing like that right we didn't try to make it like spooky or you know whatever we wasn't trying to do no damn seance the light was on we're all in the room my cousin and i actually playing this thing but dude it's fielding questions from around the room no shit bro so the couple of things that stuck in my mind was there was a there was one point where um it kept going like the thing would fly off the board and it was like and, and we were like, oh, you know, like what's because it, it seemed like a, a quote unquote like agitated. And we we're like, what's wrong? I forget what it said, but I remember it was like it was it would go like whoop, like off the left side of the board. And it was it was uh, moving. It was sort of moving towards the my cousin's dresser. So we're like, there's something there's something in the dresser. So it's like, yes. So we pull open the bottom the bottom uh, drawer and there's a rosary in there no dude i shit you not bro so 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 we're all in there and we're all like so now we're kind of freaked out right i'm freaked out right now yeah bro (laughs) so we're kind of freaked out bro right and so but it goes um so we ask it we're like is this what's bothering you and it's like yes right and so the rest of us again we're all freaked out and dude almost in unison everybody goes bro get rid of it Devil don't like it, it must go. <laughs> Broke it. Ouija's <laughs> not happy, get rid of this. So we did. We I don't know, we do it. We just toss it out of the room or whatever, right? <laughs> like the one source of protection you right? had in that moment. We like, nah, get rid of it. Ouija don't like it. Dude, two other things. Or Ouija, whatever the fuck. Yeah, however you say it. There was at one point where it was like, we're asking the questions, it's just whatever. And it's, and it's random shit, right? Because we're high schoolers. And so it's like, oh, uh, does so-and-so like me? Yeah. You know, it's dumb shit that we're asking. Somebody asked, yo, ask for the lottery numbers. And it gave out some numbers and they were crap numbers, right? Did whatever. y'all play them? Some, well, I think somebody checked the next day and they were like, yo, the numbers didn't work. Oh, well. You know, whatever. Um, 
But I remember another, another thing that, that it did was at one point it was uh, it was ask, it was answering questions and then it starts to go kind of like like almost in that like agitated mode where it was sort of sort of like move quickly, um, just on its own. And it was like, oh, what's wrong? And it was like it was spell out. Someone's here. And bro, right when that shit spelled it on my on my cousin's bedroom window, dum dum dum, like knocks on the window, and we all like jump right, look at the window. Open the shade, and it's my co- it's one of my cousin's boys. So we like open the window. He comes in, <laughs> joins joins the like bro. We just said you were joins coming. the party. Yep, joins the party. <laughs> joins the party. And then it did it again, bro. It did it again, and it was like again, like someone's here. And it, and it was when my aunt was pulling into the house. So those are like the three things. But I, but I remember, you know, what I'm saying like like that. You whole, vividly remember that though. Vividly. Oh, it's not, it's not even a question. Because you know how, like, your brain, like, I was thinking mm. about your son, too. Like, you know how your brain sometimes, like, there's certain things that you remember a specific way that then it becomes gospel. And then you're yes. like, yeah, yeah. Like, and then you, you tell go, a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then, yeah. It be- like, that's so weird. Like, I wonder, dude, we should get it and play on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Dude, but, like, you know, going back to, and, and again, we started off on this with with, with, with my son and, and, like, how they're scared of the dark. And, and I don't know if, and the one that's, the one that had the experience of, another man walking him back to his he oh, tells me right, right. bro he tells me he's, he's like because i was like man were you scared and he goes no because obviously he told me much later than than when he was three years old i had no idea that it happened right until he was older and so i asked him like were you scared And he goes no like he wasn't like, he just took me back and put me into bed and then he left right and so but i wonder if when we asked him that when he was older did that then become like the scary uh, no, like the, then uh, th- did that then become like oh like that dude maybe he came from over there in the dark right because they've always bo- they've always been scared of the dark and they and they're thirteen and eleven that's hilarious man although I don't know man like can you remember when you stopped being afraid of no, the dark that's the thing I can't yeah, I can't but I think it was but see like you figure like thirteen you're in the eighth grade you know four, fourteen you're humans in eighth though school. we're innately afraid of the dark Are at we, any though, age man? though man like. All right. If you and 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 if so, why? Right? Is is it is it because it's because of movies that you watch? Is it because of somebody telling you, you know, like stories about something? Like, I think we're genetically programmed to go. Okay, that's dark. I can't see danger, so it must not be good for me. Mm, that's possible. Like, if you were like, if let, let's say your car broke down on the side of the highway, pitch black, no street lights, no whatever, and there was like, you knew you had to walk through these dark woods to get help, and you don't have a flashlight, would you do it? Yeah, I'd probably do it, but yeah. it, but it'd be you know what? Because I think that always like in the dark, even when it's pitch black, like once once your eyes adjust, it's still dark as shit. Bro, my ass is staying in the car, dog. Until when? <laughs> Motherfucker until morning? somebody find me until morning. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so maybe I am still afraid of the dark. I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, no, and there's something there's something to that, right? Like maybe Yeah, I don't know what the that's that's such a great because um I try, I try really hard with my my son too, any of my daughter. But I think more with with the boy, I tried to push him to the like, hey man, lean into your feelings. Like it's okay if you're afraid of this. Like you know, and there are some scenarios where I get frustrated when I'm like, what are you scared of? Like like seriously, right? And but and then I try not to like make him feel that way because I want him to be able to say, hey, yeah, that freaks me out. Because then I can address it, right? Like if you go, hey, that freaks me out. All right, well, why does that freak you out? And then I can like you know, I hopefully try to help him get like conquer that. But I think about myself, man, and there's some stuff I wouldn't do as an adult. Yeah. And 
I don't, and maybe the dark's not one of them because I've walked through dark like neighborhoods that were bad, and that didn't bother me. But like like the scenario before, walking through the woods in the dark and pitch black. Yeah, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> no. Yeah. Now, are you not doing it because of fear of like an animal or fear of a human? Probably animals. Yeah, I would say there's there's very few humans that would scare me like an encounter with a human that would scare me. Like I don't like but like if I hear a noise outside of my house, like yeah. I get up and I walk outside of my house. Now, granted, maybe that's more of the instinctual thing of like I have my family in family. here. Yep. Yeah. So like I and, and like you know you're saying before about being a light sleeper, dude. I used to be the heaviest sleeper in the world until I had kids. Yeah. And then the minute I had kids, dude, everything wakes me up. And I and I don't sleep through the night anyway. Like I sleep like an hour or two at a time. Like I never sleep through the night. So everything wakes me up. I hear noises all the time outside of my house. And we do have a ton of wildlife that lives in our area. Like I have foxes and weird owls and all kinds of stuff that like lives in my <laughs> dude. All kinds of like it. This shit is the like. Is there like not, a non weird owl? Bro, there's some normal owls. <laughs> then there's some owls that look odd. There's some weird owls here. There's some like we have. You ever heard of a fox squirrel? No. We have fox squirrels in our neighborhood. They're like this unique squirrel. They're not in a lot of places. It's like it looks like a fox, but it's a squirrel. It's like it's, it's actually a cute animal. But are it, they big? Yeah, they're huge and like a fox. They're cool. It's not quite because fox. Fox are like are, are like small dogs. No, the foxes that I do have are massive, and I get I get one that lives under my gazebo. You come here at us. Really? Yes, dude. There's uh there's one that looks like get he's a pic, get a picture, man. Oh, I have it on my phone. I'll show it to you when we're done. <laughs> like I there's a fox dude that lives here that looks like he's on cocaine. Like he's super skinny, looks hungry, just yeah. like thing. And then there's a fox that looks super well fed that is massive that lives around here. But um I've had neighbors catch bobcats and stuff on their like ring cameras and stuff really? and yeah dude like i think it's the golf course the woods oh uh, yeah so i think it's that but we've had bears people capture bears on their cameras um because you know like you know when you get a ring and like every there's that stupid neighbor there's like an app that it's like a neighborhood app and so everyone it's horrible because everyone just posts pictures of all the shit yes, their yes, camera yes. captures anyway so all of our neighbors and stuff will post their pictures of all the stuff that it's captured and so like i have obviously like literally seen because there's a fox that's always under our gazebo so like in the morning on the weekends usually i catch him if i walk out there he bolts from under the gazebo and jumps dude they jump my fence it's a six foot fence at least he jumps over that thing without touching it yeah yeah dude like it, it, runs, like climate nope he runs and like jumps over that shit like he should be on the olympic team bro like he's like, <laughs> it's like, like over it but anyway so That's like a flying fox so those things like i'll go outside and i'll look for stuff like the other night i had a weird encounter where there was an animal howling or screaming and i thought it was my cat um because we like our cat's like an indoor outdoor cat and so like i went outside and i thought it was the cat getting murdered by something and turned out like my cat snuck back in so he clearly knew something was up and i saw a fox where i think it was a fox it was either fox or the bobcat um was on my front lawn and then he bolted into like this landscaping that i have in front of my house like i have a ton of bushes and so he like he ran into there but then i still hear the screaming and the howling from the animal i never found out what it was the only thing i could think of is like there's possums around here so you couldn't get close to it i couldn't get close to it like i i was looking around i walked around the front i couldn't see it but then part of me went eh, i'm not trying to go I'm into the bushes yeah right yeah. Yeah. i'm like that's okay i don't want to know that bad it wasn't my cat i'm good like i just went inside but yeah, I I think about like the animal stuff freaks me out more than humans. Like if I open a door and there was a dude trying to break into my car or whatever, like that wouldn't bother me as much as like if I saw a bear and the bear looked at me like, what's up? <laughs> Be like, go ahead, man. Yeah. I was just checking. Yep. I know what to do about a human. I don't know what to do about a bear, bro. 
I can't. I don't. Yeah, that's so odd. Neither, neither did I. Check out episode three, bear with us. If you want to hear my bad story, <laughs> dude? You know what's um, like uh, while we're talking about like the parenting thing, I had an encounter yesterday that kind of made me feel bad, and I got to question myself as a parent for a minute. So like, I'm with my son in the car, and we're in this drive-through to get some food, and uh, uh, a homeless guy, I, I guess, like steps in front of my car and won't let me move. Where are you? Uh, like near my house. Like I think it's a Popeyes. It was a Popeyes. Okay. So I'm at Popeyes, and uh, it's dark already. It's like nighttime. So he steps in front of my car and looks at me and just like gives me the the like the hand wave. Like, hey, like, what's up? What's up? Yeah. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, huh? And then he just goes like, what's up? And then he gives me like the money sign. Like, oh, give me money. And I'm like, I, you know, I don't, I don't have money. Like, like, like keep keep it moving type thing. Like, you know, like what we all do, right? Like you see, yep. and um. And so he walked off, right? And like he gave me the kind of frustrated look, whatever, and just walked off. And I, you know, I pulled up whatever in the draft through line. And my son was with me, the, and he's sitting in the back. And he goes like, "What that guy want?" And I'm like, "He wanted money." And he goes, "Why?" And so I go, uh, "You know, I don't, I don't know, but like he doesn't, I don't know if he doesn't have a job. He's falling hard on his luck. Like what? Are, you know, like you like what do you tell? Like my son's seven, right? So he just turned seven. So I'm just like, yeah, you know, like some people just don't have money. They're having a hard time. Like you know, maybe he just needs help. He wants a bite to eat. Like whatever, right? And so he processes it for a minute, and then he goes, well, then why didn't you help him? And I and I was like, I didn't have a good answer, uh, right? Yeah, uh, I didn't, man, and I felt so bad, and I went, well, I didn't have cash so like i didn't like i wasn't able to help him and then he's like okay and my son questions everything like it's annoying and he's like um <laughs> it's, it's a great quality though it is it is because like, like he, it's gonna serve him well yes, later he psychoanalyzes like the shit out of everything and he goes down these layers and i'm like i hadn't even considered that but okay like so he goes well and i go well i didn't have cash on me but i had this and that and he goes but you can ask him if he wanted something to eat and then we can get him food right and i go fair point and then I open my wallet and I actually do have cash. Like I'm about to pull out my card, right? And I do have cash. And I did the thing that we all do with homeless folks, right? Where you kind of wave them off. I do that like, shit all the time. Yeah, man. And I do all the time. And then um, and he starts to ask me like, well, why didn't you help him? Why don't people have money? And, and I'm trying to explain to him. I'm trying. And he goes like, well, why do you have money? And we go like, and we go down this whole thing. He's like, so what makes us different from like this guy? And and like I and I'm trying to like explain because I try not to. So I try not to censor myself with the with my kids, right, man. I try to say like, listen, man, like some shit's hard like life's hard like um and that guy i was like i don't know like that guy could have a mental disorder that guy could just have lost his job that guy could just be a knucklehead like i don't like there's all these layers and for every answer i had he's asking me the why because my son never accepts an answer well why uh, okay well then how do they do that and then you know and you just going down these layers and i just find myself going like feeling like a shitty human being right for not right. helping this guy like and then uh and then like i felt like like I was almost offended by the fact that he questioned me, right? Like, so now I'm getting defensive. Like, oh, I didn't help him, right? And, <laughs> and like, and I'm annoyed and I'm driving home. And then finally, I just, I just kind of go like, hey, bud, like, listen, like, we make mistakes as grownups too. Like, I, like, I made an assumption, right? Based on like the guy and whatever, I made an assumption that he was either like up to no good or that he wanted to use the money to do something nefarious, like whatever. Like, I go, like, and maybe I was wrong. And I go, and grownups do that all the time. Like, we make these assumptions with other stuff. I'm like, maybe that guy really just wanted a bite to eat and right. whatever. And I'm like, and I, I become accustomed to being dismissive of some people. Um, 
you know, sometimes because maybe you just see the same guy all the time or whatever it is. Right. And I went and that's not to excuse it. I went. I but honestly, I didn't give it a second thought because it's become so like like normal. And I go and that's a problem. And I, I should probably fix that or I shouldn't probably I shouldn't assume. Um, and then he just you know he kind of gave me the look like. Okay, so you didn't do like what you were supposed to. I went, I don't know that I was supposed to be nice to him. I go, but I I was like, I definitely could have handled it better. Or I could have been honest with you and said, hey, I didn't think this guy was up to like, like I probably thought this guy was up to no good. Or I made this assumption. So I just kept it moving. Right. And, and like, I think it taught me like a lesson myself where I just went, I was kind of agitated by the questions. And then I found out like, oh, I'm agitated because I feel bad that I didn't help the right. guy. He checked, he, he, checked and he checked me. Yep. Yeah, and exactly. You. And he checked me on my shit. And I just went, man, it's crazy how kids constantly kind of, um, they make you question yourself, like even your, like you try to teach them these lessons and then they just, they call you on your bullshit, right? Yeah. Like I went, and that's what I felt like. I went, oh, he called me on my bullshit. And I'm really bad about owning up to my bullshit sometimes. So I'm just like, well, like, fuck yourself. How about you sit there and eat your fucking biscuit? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, if you don't be quiet, you ain't going to get a happy meal when we go through this bitch either. It's like, but it was wild, man. And I just like, I, I, I was like thinking like, man, it, it's crazy how, dude, I, my daughter, when my daughter was younger, we went to Chicago and my daughter had us giving money to every homeless person she saw. And if yeah. you've never been to Chicago, you'll go broke really fast, dude. And I was like, at, by the end of it, I'm like, it ain't worse than yeah. Seattle. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably not but there was a lot too yeah yeah and my and you know that was my daughter like at four years old going why are they sleeping outside and it was freezing and she's like he's sleeping on the ground outside and then she's like dad give him money and you know like the first time she saw me give like one guy money then it just became a thing That's where she thing. was like seeking him out and she's like oh daddy there's a guy over there go give him money and i'm a sucker dude for my daughter she's four she's thinking i'm like oh fuck and i'm walking up to people and by the end of it i'm like i'm gonna go broke like i'm giving all these guys money like i gotta eat tonight too like i'm just like <laughs> but it, it just it, it made me dude, think of no that man, stuff, man. I'm the same. I'm the same way. Like I, I, I do. I, I blow past them. Like I'm always in that mindset of just like, how are you homeless for years? A lot of times, and and I think a lot of us see this too, where we see the same person over and over and over, and it's like, yo, you've been standing in this intersection for years. If you would have saved some money, you could probably not be homeless. By <laughs> yeah, now. you probably make more money than I do standing out. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because yeah, you figure that like the amount, especially in some intersections, man. It's like this. There's hundreds of cars that go through there every day and if you get a dollar or a couple bucks you know a few times a day or several times a day from 10 percent of them you yeah probably do right. you're you're doing better than you probably would at making you know working at a fast food joint um but my wife is very she's very sentimental to that so much so that um actually recently she went out and spent like i don't know probably 30 bucks and bought like a bunch of stuff and it could be like deodorant toothbrush toothpaste bottle water um you know feminine products uh, masculine products and made bags and now because instead of so she's like i'm gonna carry this in the car so that instead of handing out a dollar or, or looking in my in my in my ashtray for for uh change i'm gonna have a bag and i'm gonna give these people some something that they can actually use you know, to to either to 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 feed them or to help them out. I think she put like a pair of socks in there. You see a lot of these guys with you know where they have like no socks or, the, or their shoes are horrible, barefoot. right? Like or barefoot. Um, so she she did that because she's always she's always she sees somebody man and it's like give me a dollar, you know, give me this and I I don't carry I never carry with cash. Yeah, who but it's like anymore? I never I I joke about it, man. I go like I'm not giving you any cash because you're just gonna give it away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
Yo, when the hobos get Venmo, it's about to get crazy out there. <laughs> you, the excuse runs out. Like, I, don't have, I don't have cash. Oh, don't worry. Like, swipe right cash here. Cash at me. <laughs> Dude, I don't even want to give myself the pat on the back, but there's a, like where I work, there's a huge homeless population stuff all the time. And there's a guy that I always see without shoes and socks with, with holes in them like crazy. And I remember deliberately putting a pair of shoes and I don't even know if he's my size, whatever, but I kind of looked at him like, ah, we're the same build and just leaving the shoes in, in my car until I saw him again and just was like, hey, I don't have money, but here. And he was kind of like, oh, sweet, thanks, you know, and I went off. But that's, you know, obviously you can't do that all the time, right, for people. But you go, there's got to be something that you can do. I always, you know, I know most of this is based on um, th- there's a, some kind of mental uh, disability or, or with that. And so I think I have empathy for that where you just go, man, how do you get these people help? Um, because, you know, I was dismissive of him because I made an assumption. Again, listen, this guy rolled up in front of my car like he was clearly on something. At least I assumed that. Right. And then and was like an ag- like was aggressive, aggressive. Right. So he didn't make you want to help him. Right. And so and I think that and maybe that's me just justifying my behavior. Right. But um, yeah, man, it was bizarre. I don't know what the answer is to that stuff. So you feel like, man, there's got to be um, something we can do as individuals. I love that idea of just making these little baggies and just going like, hey, here, here, here. And then at least you feel like I wasn't dismissive of you and i'm not enabling a bad behavior if you have one you know i'm, yeah. I'm trying to help you somehow yeah somewhere. absolutely man i mean we use like like um you know like small bags that we already had at home you could use bags that you get from like the grocery stores that, that you probably save up or, or or toss in the trash or recycle right like you could use those bags and that's what she did man just and i said it wasn't even a lot it actually went to the dollar store and just bought a bunch of bunch stuff. Of stuff. That's a great idea. And and put put bags together for both, um, you know, like like female bags and male bags, and stuck them in a car and was like, hey, when I see somebody, you know what, I'll give this out instead. I did. So, you know, so I I told the uh, the the Chicago story to someone once, and they said, yeah, my kids were like that too. Were like whenever we travel and they, you know, big cities, and they would see homeless people and they would want to help. And what they started doing, and I thought was brilliant, man, was they said, um, so I started buying $5 like McDonald's gift cards. And they said I would buy like $100 worth. So I'd buy like 20 gift cards or whatever, or like $50 worth. And they went, and I just gave it to the kids or whatever, or we would carry around, and I would have them give them that, give them the gift cards. And then I at least knew, hey, you're going to go get something to eat with it. Or maybe you trade it or whatever. Yeah, right, whatever. But it was like, they felt better by doing like, hey... I at least know if you're really hungry, then I, I can help you with that type thing. And I thought that was all, an awesome idea, too. And I thought, OK, maybe next time I travel to a city like that and I have my kids, like maybe I'll take that route and do that. Because especially now, man, I feel like they're always watching what you do. And um, and I think it's important to tell them, like, listen, man, as as I mean, we were talking before, like as parents, like I, I try to tell my kids all the time, like if they call me on something, I go, yep, you know what? Like I messed that up. Like and we do like we're going to like we all mess up. Right. So um. I tried not to give off this. I think the internet is already hard enough on people where they try to make you perfect. And I want my kids to understand, like, listen, no one is like a mistake for you yep. and all that stuff. Like you're going to mess up on a daily basis. Just like get used to that and own it and just grow. Like, but own it and move on. Yep, exactly. It's all you can do. Right. All right, bro. Cool. Tell them where they can find us. All right, man. So uh, we're uh, the Carbon Footprint uh, podcast on Instagram. So uh, some of you guys are already following us. Hit us up. If you're not, definitely start following us on there. Um, at the Carbon Footprint podcast on YouTube. Um, yeah, man. We, we try to post daily. Uh, we, we try to keep up with your comments and all that stuff. You guys have been awesome. Um, keep following us. As far as uh, subscribing or listening, we're literally on every... I can't we're think of a podcast. Yeah, we're everything, man. Dude, I tried the, I tried the Alexa. It's awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, she didn't understand the first time. No. But the second time I did it, yeah, it just it was like playing the latest episode of the Carbon Footprint Podcast. Dude, I low key got hyped. I was like, the first yes. time I played it, I was yep. like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. No, I got lucky and I did it the first time I said it, it did it. And I was like, actually, look, she turned on now because she heard her name. Um, but I was hyped, man. It was so cool. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty awesome to listen, you know, like to hear it on there. Um, dude, not to get too far off, but does your Alexa know your name now? Have you done that thing? No. Dude, this shit knows my name, like knows who's talking to it in the house. Oh, wow. No, I haven't done that. Do that. It'll eventually ask you like, hey, do you want me to memorize who you are? Like your voice profile or whatever? Say yeah. And it'll start it'll start referring to you like, yes, Sean. Or like, and you'll be like, what? It's crazy, bro. <laughs> Takeover's coming. But anyway, That's yeah, it. we're on everything, man. Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher uh they said yeah, we're what, on maybe what are we not on yeah i dude i don't know man we're in india yep pakistan in india. shout out to y'all we appreciate oh, yeah. the support and as always our, our american family and and family abroad man we appreciate you guys listening and uh, as always hit us up let us know what you think got any drink ideas we're always open to that even topic ideas we may not take them but damn it i'm open to them <laughs> yeah man if you guys want to hear us talk about i know people talk uh they, they give a shit about not disagreeing enough but if you do want to hear us talk about something, just throw out a topic. Like, hey, I want you guys to touch on this, on this. Just hit us up. It'd be fun. So, uh, yeah. man, awesome. th- Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Peace.